welcome to I Am The Horse Witch, where we talk about all things witchy and horsey and everything in between. Here's your space to work with magic and manifestation to achieve your goals, make your intentions a reality and live your best witchy life. Let's go. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to I Am The Horse Witch. This is episode seven and it is Herbal Workings. I have to apologise for the very, very wonky start of last week's episode. Uh, technical, techni- <laughs> if I can say it, technicality is not my strong suit. Uh, I'm working on it, but um, I had a little bit of a funny edit and um, a phone call in the middle of it, so I do apologise. Uh, the first bit got cut off. Okay, so we're going to talk about herbal workings this week. Oh, by the way, did you do your new moon wishes? I did mine and uh, one of mine was the show notes and I do know how to do the show notes. It's in the episode description. So uh, that's one of my new, new moon wishes, which I have achieved. Um, so I listened back to some of my podcasts and I... I was pondering the fact that perhaps for some people it may seem quite basic and it depends where you are in your magical journey and your craft. And sometimes uh, with craft, with anything, with horses, remember that sometimes we do have to go back to basics and it's in the repetition that we find the confidence and the nuance and the subtleties. Uh, so even though this might be rehashing old things for some people, in a different voice, it may have a light bulb moment or it may be that it sparks an interest that you think this is actually something I would like to study more find out more about, and the podcast might launch you into an area that you want to delve more deeply into. Because remember, in 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, we can't actually go that deeply. I can present these things to you, and some of it definitely you can then take and reinterpret and make your own, because that's what it's about. Um, some of the very best spells and rituals are what you're going to create yourself because it has your energy and your influence. And this is where you can read a spell, and particularly with different countries, the herbs are not the same and the ingredients are not the same. Uh, for example, in Australia, High John the Conqueror root, we just don't have. Devil's shoestring, we don't have. But we can find something similar which has a similar energy that we can substitute. Um, and also with that, some of the wording of spells, feel free to make it your own. Change it so that it suits you and it comes from you because the more of your own personal energy you put into it, it will give you ownership, agency and it will resonate more deeply rather than regurgitating someone else's spell. So 
Some of it may seem a little bit basic, but remember that when we connect to our inner child, our inner child wants to feel safe, nurtured and to play. So sometimes when I was listening back to the podcast, I thought, oh my God, I sound like a 14-year-old. But then I thought, well, actually, that is what the inner child is. I want a nice, peaceful house because that will make me feel safe and nurtured. And some some other people, they might want a, a busy house with lots and lots of people because that's what makes them feel safe and nurtured. And I want to feel... I want to play with my horses because that's the inner child coming out. Uh, that is what is my play. So um, sometimes we just need to go back to those things of feeling safe, nurtured and letting the inner child play. So today we're going to be talking about herbal workings. And as far as horses goes, we're not talking about the medicinal properties of herbs, which herbs are fantastic for horses. And I love my herbal work with my horses as far as uh, their diet. And, you know, we know that chamomile is great for uh, relaxation and for settling and for, you know, reducing stress. Turmeric is great for the stomach, is great for inflammation, is great for recovery and muscle soreness. Robes, it's fantastic for inflammation, for fighting infection, for circulatory in, um, in the system. <laughs> That's just a brief rundown. I mean, and then there is white willow bark and devil's claw. However, we're going to be looking at some magical herbs and how we can use these for our horses, in our spells, for ourselves and for our intentions. So I don't feel that, uh, because I'm not a trained herbalist, I don't, um, and I gave you know, a little brief rundown of a few herbs there, but um, that is a whole other category which has a wealth of knowledge out there and there is some fabulous horse herbalists um, which you can research and uh, find their knowledge through other ways. Um, but we're looking at herbs as far as their magical properties and working with the herbs' energy and what they give us in in their powers to help us with our intentions. So you can use herbs in a mojo bag. You can rub dried herbs on a candle. You can dress it with oil and then rub the dried herbs on the candle for the candle to uh, extract the energy from the herbs. You can hang dried sachets of herbs in the stable, in your home. You can wear it on your person, either in a mojo bag or just in your purse or even just in your pocket. Um, there is a wealth of ways to use herbs. One of the ways that I absolutely love to use herbs is in my cooking with intention, which is kitchen witchery. I love cooking. Um, 
I grow my own herbs. I, if you, you don't need a lot of space. Um, I've lived in a lot of apartments uh, all over, well, when I say all over the world, um, in a few different places. And even if I didn't have a garden, if I was living in an apartment or a flat or a unit, uh, little pots in windowsills, herbs are easy to grow. And there's a great joy in just picking some because they smell so fantastic and putting them in your cooking with intention. So that's the thing that will shift it from the mundane to the magical. It's the recognition of what you're doing. So for example, if you're going to be making a curry and you want to put a bay leaf in there, bay leaves are fantastic for luck and for protection. Instead of just throwing the bay leaf in, it's it's holding the bay leaf before you do it and saying, this bay leaf is for luck and protection of my home, protection of my horses, protection of myself. And then the curry moves to the next level. Um, when you eat it, you don't have to constantly be, you know, thinking cause about your, or you might, if you wish, think about your goal and your manifestation. However, um, remember to still enjoy eating that curry and don't, don't get too worked up about your spell. It's, it's in the making and the cooking of it. So if you don't already have a herb garden, I fully suggest that you have a little think about uh, creating one because they're really easy to do. They're easy to grow. They're easy to grow in pots. They smell fantastic. And they're that beautiful visual reminder that your world is magical. They also require some care. Um, they require the watering. Um, the They require the, the picking. And that also, because it's earth magic and you're working with the earth and you're working with plants, it's a really grounding thing to do. So we talk about grounding a lot and sometimes just working with plants, working with the earth, you're going to get your grounding that way, okay? You don't have to, I mean, you can if you want, um, but you don't have to do a full grounding meditation if you find that really tricky and really hard work. Sometimes I really struggle with it. However, if I go out and I water my plants and I, I dig and I do some pruning, that is equally as uh, as grounding for me as doing a full grounding meditation. Okay, so... Let's have a look at some, I thought that what we'd do is look at some herbs which are easy to grow, easy to find and really common to either, um, if you're not growing them yourself, to just find them in your supermarket because remember that they still have their energy. Okay, yes, it's fantastic if you grow your own because it has even more of your own energy. It has your nurturing. It has your intention. However, Failing that, just getting it from the supermarket is fine. And you only need, if you're working with, um, let's say that you're creating an oil or you're putting it in a mojo bag, let's say you're creating a protection oil, you might put um, a pinch of basil, a pinch of rosemary and um, a pinch of lavender in there. 
you only need a pinch. You don't need a lot. You can simmer it over the um, the uh, cooktop for 20 minutes on a very low heat and strain it, okay? But you don't need a lot. Okay, so having said that, let's have a look at lavender. Who doesn't love the smell of lavender? Oh, actually, some people don't like the smell of lavender. Okay, so I stand corrected. Um, the gender of lavender is masculine. The planet is mercury and its element is air. By the way, this information is taken from Scott Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, which um, is a fantastic book. It's an encyclopedia. I've mentioned it before. I think I called him Alex Cunningham. So uh, I think I went to primary school with an Alex Cunningham. So um, Alex, if you're out there, hello from grade four. Uh, anyway, so no, it's Scott Cunningham. Uh, he is uh, a fantastic um, writer and herbalist and magical person, and his books are a stalwart of any witch's libraries. So, the powers of lavender, love, protection, sleep, chastity, longevity, purification, happiness, and peace. So, as far as our horses go, happiness and peace, we all want that. Uh, it also allows us to have a beautiful confidence with our horses and it provides, lavender is long known for its stress relief and its aid in sleep. So if you look at those things, uh, if you have an anxious horse, if you're anxious yourself, lavender's really going to help you out in that way. And lavender's also really healing. And there is a beautiful, beautiful blue lavender fairy healing spell. So uh, you can research that or if you're interested, um, DM me and um, I'm on Instagram at I am the horse witch and I can share that with you. And it is a, it's a beautiful spell. So lavender is really going to help calm us and it's going to help calm your horses. You can use it as an essential oil. Um, and you'll often find if you're, if you're working with an essential oil and your horse, you can put a little bit in your hand and you can tell if the horse is going to respond because you allow them to sniff it on your hand. And if they turn away, uh, obviously, for whatever reason, they're not attracted to that smell and perhaps not responsive to it. However, if they lick, chew, you see the flutter of the eyelids, um, you see the breathing either increase or slow, there's a change in the breathing, a sigh out, then that oil is, they're responding well to it. Okay, so have a think about lavender if it's something that uh, where you want healing, where you want peace, calm, happiness. If we're not talking about horses, um, it's a great one for love. Okay, I thought I'd also talk about sage. Sage is a beautiful protection herb. Um, its gender is masculine, planet is Jupiter, element is air. 
and it's powers at immortality for anyone interested in living forever, longevity, wisdom, protection, and wishes. So I love sage because I love the smell and I love sage in cooking. So I'll often use it with intention in cooking. Um, Sage has long been uh, used as a healing herb and to ensure a long life. So it's also a fabulous herb for uh, protection if you're riding and you know, you feel that, you know, but like me, I have to ride on my own all the time. I just don't have a choice. Uh, I always wear a vest most of the time. <laughs> I always wear a helmet, but I usually have a vest on as well, just because um, there is no one else around. Uh, sometimes there'll be someone who works here occasionally and um, my dad lives on the next property, but sometimes I won't see him for a day. So, is sage going to stop me from becoming unseated? No. However, its energy is protection. And if I can use that energy and if I can use that with my intention, then it's going to help to keep me safe. So, I'll use it in a mojo bag. I'll put some in my pocket. uh, I'll use it in my food. Sage is probably not something I would feed to a horse. I've never actually thought about feeding it to a horse until that very second. So uh, that's not something I I I'd personally do myself. Um, but I would say that with sage, it's an easy, easy one to grow in your garden. Uh, loves the sun and really good for Italian cooking, for pasta, for making an intentional protection pasta. So if that's something that you like, uh, next time you're putting your sage in there, just think, hmm, right, I'm going to put my sage in there and say an affirmation such as, I am protected when riding, my horse is protected from danger, we are all divinely protected, something like that. Okay, Uh, and our next one that we're going to have a look at is rosemary. Rosemary's uh, gender is masculine, ruled by the planet of the sun. Element is fire and powers are protection, love, lust, mental powers, exorcism, purification, healing, sleep and youth. So, Uh, I actually once made a little exorcism oil for my horse. Um, So Galahad, uh, as I think I've mentioned before, is very reactive. And seriously, he went through this stage where he was shying at his own feed bucket. And I thought, this is crazy. I mean, yes, he gets hot when the spring grass comes through, but this was just a little bit of grass and i think it was it was in the change of season from uh, summer to autumn so a bit of grass was coming through but seriously it was it was like he was possessed and i'm not saying he was <laughs> I, I don't think he was possessed however i thought whatever is in you let's see if we can try and get it out so of course you know i did everything on the mundane level because remember we're working with both 
of those, um, but both of those connections. We do what is required on the mundane and then also what is required in the magical. So, of course, I reduced the sugar in his diet, which is, I mean, he's on a pretty low sugar diet anyway. However, I made an exorcism oil, which I um, I put some olive oil in a saucepan, put it on the cooktop, and I put some garlic flakes in there. Garlic is fantastic for getting rid of negativity. Um, I put some rosemary in there uh, for exorcism. And I also put, there was something else to remove the negativity. Oh, nettle. So I put those three in there, which um all great for exorcism, removal of negativity. And I simmered it on a really, really low heat for about 20 minutes and then I strained the oil. So I think that I ended up with, you know, just, I think, you know, I'm talking, I don't really, really know ounces or but I'm looking at my hands and I've got a couple of centimetres in the bottom of a jar. Anyway, I massaged his legs with it because he loves to have his hocks massaged. He loves to have his pastons massaged. So, and he's licking and chewing. And I have to say that little bit by little bit over the, and look, yes, and I, I go, yep, bring on the scepticism. Yes, there may have been, you know, the diet um, helping, but then the grass was actually growing. So there was, there was an increase in sugar. But there was definitely a lessening of his hot reactiveness. And I used that exorcism oil probably for about a good month. Just every time before I rode, I'd massage his legs, I'd massage around his wither, um, I'd give his pole a bit of a massage, just not deeply, just really gently and really softly. And whatever tension was in him, it really, really seemed to help. So that's one way that you can use rosemary and also just another alternative apart from mojo bags. You can hang dried rosemary in the in the stable and also, of course, rosemary is beautiful for your food and for cooking um, and also gorgeous for salads as well. And uh, also for those looking for love, uh, once again, not my intention, but bring it on. Love makes the world go round. Rosemary is fantastic for love and lust and also fantastic for purification of a space. So um, burning dried rosemary as an incense or rosemary incense will clear a space and purify it. Next, I thought we'd talk about time. Uh, time is the genderous feminine ruled by the planet Venus, element is water, and powers are health, healing, sleep, psychic powers, love, purification, and courage. Thyme is a great, beautiful herb to work with your horse, uh, particularly psychic powers if you want to deepen your bond with your horse and find a um, a stronger mutual understanding and great for courage. So great for your mojo bag, great for to wear on your person 
if you're feeling that you're lacking in that area. Um, and also, if you're going to do a healing spell for your horse, uh, time is a, is a fantastic one to use for a healing spell. So I thought that I'd talk a little bit about my horse, Holly, who uh, had a broken navicular bone, which is not pretty. And there was a crack the size of King Kong in that navicular bone. It was hanging on by thread at the um, at the the top point. I was told that Holly was uh, only ever going to be good for at the best light bush riding. Definitely not uh, for working in a circle or any kind of dressage, or definitely not any kind of jumping. Now I'm not saying that this is the road that every horse or healing is going to go down because I do stand by the fact that sometimes the universe has a plan for you that you haven't worked out and they act. the universe actually has something better for you in store. It's like pushing a relationship with a partner that is not going to go be in your best interests. However, uh, the way I got Holly is a story for another time and I do believe that horses come to you and Holly definitely came to me. As soon as I saw her, oh, I just got the shivers all over my arms, just got the goosebumps all over my arms. As soon as I saw her, I went, of course I'm taking her home. There was no doubt in my mind. However, uh, on the mundane level, I tried to do everything right and there was many, many, many tears about the fact that Holly was not going to be the horse that I wanted her to be. However, uh, I didn't give up and there was everything that I could do on the mundane level, which was um, do everything that the vet uh, prescribed and described and then I did everything I could do on the energetic and magical level as well. I worked on myself, I worked on the healing, and I did the basics. So when I was talking at the start of the episode about going back to basics and sometimes sometimes you, you don't have to, sometimes a healing ritual, you might have to do five, six, seven times for it to actually manifest because you're working with the subtleties of the energy and then sometimes the universe will try and tell you that you're going down a road that is not going to be for your best interests. But then this is where your intuition and your relationship with the universe and with the magical realm you start to get the messages and you start to be able to read it and go, am I going in the right direction? And the universe will give you messages so that you go, yes, this is, Holly is going to get better. There is signs here. It might be two steps forward, 20 backwards, but those two steps forward are two steps forward. So uh, start to be able to read the signs. The end result is Touchwood, my beautiful Holly girl. Now we're talking, this was six years ago. So it's been a long process. We are now trotting in circles. 
We are, I wouldn't say that we're doing dressage tests because, um, oh, you know, yes, I would like to do a dressage test with Galahad, but with Holly, I just go, we love jumping. And she's jumping fine, thank you very much. And she is pulling up not sore, she's pulling up sound, and she loves it. Uh, you'll generally find if jumping hurts a horse, they, they're not going to do it. So uh, that's been a very, very long process, but there's been so many healing spells, rituals, affirmations, and always it's that exchange with the universe of I going the right direction? Because you know what? You don't want to be pushing shit uphill if the universe is telling you this is not going to happen. You need to look at it in a different way. However, if there's the feedback that, Yes, it's slow. Yes, but look at the improvement little bit by little bit. Uh, so there were many, many healing rituals that went on there. All right, we're talking about thyme. Sorry about that. Uh, thyme is a fantastic healing herb. The other thing I love about thyme is also beautiful for food and salads and who's hungry. <laughs> After all this talking about intentional cooking, uh, I am actually going to do a kitchen witchery episode with some fun recipes. Um, if there is in this gorgeous Scott Cunningham book, if you carry time, you can see fairies. Now, who doesn't want to see a fairy? Oh, I, I, on that note, I have to tell you a really, really cute story. So I'm also a filmmaker and um, the film that I recently made had a fairy in it. It's so not for children, but my sister-in-law and my brother brought their <laughs> my five-year-old niece and my three-year-old nephew to the screening. Anyway, she came to the farm about a week later. This is my niece, Kiara, and um, she said, where's the fairy? And I have a fairy, like it's a statue of a fairy that I have in a tree, and she's purple. So I said, oh, we'll go and see her. So we went and saw the purple fairy. She said, no, the gold fairy. And in the film, the fairy is in gold. And I looked at her and I went, oh, oh, she thinks the fairy's real. And she looked at me and I hadn't answered. She said, well, we just can't see her because she's flying around up in the air. Don't you love it? Don't you love that power, that absolute total belief. Um, so there we go. The story of the fairy. And lastly, I thought we'd end with Basil. So Basil's ma uh, gender is masculine. Planet is Mars. Element is fire. And the powers are love, exorcism, wealth, flying and protection. So with, when we talk about flying, uh, for us now, we probably think about more astral travelling rather than actually flying. Um, but it's about entering that other realm and what you can discover when you do enter that plane. So basil, again, fantastic for intentional cooking. Um, really beautiful, strong love herb. So if you're after a bit of love, 
then we've talked about a few herbs here that you might want to put into a pink mojo bag, light a pink candle, rub it with some rose oil and um, think about attracting a new partner. But, uh, yeah, basil is gorgeous for protection and also a fantastic abundance herb. So if you're feeling a bit lacking in that department, think about growing some basil, think about using it in your food, think about using some basil oil in a burner um, because we know that keeping a horse now is not cheap. You know, let's let's call a spade a spade. And also, we we witches, we want to feel good about ourselves. We want to feel, um, and we do live in, a, in an abundant universe, but there's lots and lots of things that we can do that can help us in that realm. And some of those herbs have fantastic fertility and abundance properties. So have a think creatively about how you could possibly use basil or some of the other abundance herbs like mint um, if that's something that you'd like to create and if that's an intention that you have. And I thought we'd end today with uh, a fly spray recipe because it's heading towards summer in Australia. It's spring here in Western Australia and it's already, today is 37 degrees. I'm about to go out and hose my horses down. Um, So, a little fly spray recipe. So, get any strong smelling herb, rosemary, thyme, citronella, rose geranium, wormwood is fantastic. Uh, Anything that um, has got a really strong scent, sage and um, boil it up in a pot. So pick as much as you can possibly put into a pot, cover it with water and simmer for around about an hour. Let it cool and strain it. And then in a 700ml spray bottle, so that could be anything that you've used. um, So yeah, just, you know, a spray bottle. Half of it fill with that mixture and half of it with white vinegar. And then put approximately around about, add it up to around about 30 ml of any of these oils. So you can put citronella, lemongrass, any of the citrus are fantastic. Lemon, uh, I wouldn't, orange and mandarin I find too sweet. Uh, so they might attract rather than repel flies. Uh, lime, bergamot, um, grapefruit. What else is fantastic? Um, sage, oregano, rosemary. All of those, um, peppermint, all of those are fantastic for repelling flies. Tea trail, absolutely brilliant for repelling flies. So add those up. Lavender. Lavender is brilliant as well. So add those up to around about 30 mil and put that in the mixer as well. So you've got your herb base, you've got your white vinegar and 30 mil of essential oil. Uh, You can either mix up the essential oil or you can just use 30 mil of one. I like to mix it up just because it's fun. Uh, Now, let's say your flies are really, really, really strong. 
it, this is this depends on your personal feelings about toxins. Um, there's a chemical that you can buy uh, from, you know, you can just buy it from vet suppliers or stock feeders called Pamoxin. And you can put 10 mil of that in there as well. That's if that's if your flies are really, really persistent and you don't mind dealing with a chemical. Personally, I sort of I judge what's happening and if I can go without the pamoxin, then I'll do it completely naturally. And generally the the herbal mix, if I put enough, particularly enough wormwood, particularly enough um rosemary and citronella in there, I don't need the pamoxin. And I generally find the white vinegar is stronger than apple cider vinegar. It's um it's tartar and it it keeps the flies away more. And then as long as I've got some tea tree oil in there, uh, as long with lemon and, and rosemary and lavender, then I don't need any other toxin at all. So that's a little fly spray recipe for the end. Uh, I thought I'd go with a fly spray recipe because I think that that is very useful rather than um, rather than a card or a crystal, but I'll put something on Instagram over the uh, next week with a card or a crystal. So if you've liked this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, follow, give your gal a shout out. It all helps to get the podcast out there, increase some audience. It might help some people um, and it develops community, develops our magical community and also the um, the connection between horses, witchcraft and um, and magic. So I hope you've enjoyed it and I will chat to you next week. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening.